Welcome to 20th Century Geek. Welcome to 20th Century Geek. I'm standing in the blue corner, your regular host, the icon of dominance, Scott Weatherly, and his co-host and opponent this evening, the master of disaster, Gareth! Oh! Thank you, Scott. Uh, welcome aboard. Welcome to 20th Century Geek. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. And I'm not sure if you more often than blue teams as well so thank you is that an aggression thing is it's it it's not an aggression thing it's a statement of fact <laughs> okay statement <laughs> of fact I'm making that as a note statistically yeah. we'll see how it goes okay um, but yeah so it might have been obvious from that uh, or it might even be from the title of the podcast we're going to be this but we are doing the Rocky series franchise retrospective Mr Balboa mm. Italian Stallion the Italian Stallion we're going to go through the films from uh, the original Rocky yeah. 1976 yep yeah. Uh, through to 2016's uh, Creed. Mr. Creed. And eventually we will be back because we are going to be talking about Creed 2. We are. The 2018 follow-up. Uh, and we would say are going to go through, discuss what we think of the films, their place in history, their legacy, uh, the cast and everything. So I, I so that we'll start with the usual. Sort of what's your, regardless of agnostic of your thought, thoughts of the films, what's your memories of the franchise? Like Holly, where did you come yeah. across Rocky in its first place. My, my memory of Rocky's quite difficult memory now looking backwards on the retrospective and going through them. My memory of Rocky is Rocky Five, the fight with Tommy Gunn out mm. in the street. It's kind of my my engagement with the films as a as a young boy um, was late night ITV catching like a ten thirty post news film. You'd be staying up late, you catch bits and bobs of it. So Ooh. never really seeing all the films together or you know knowing Rocky's true in the wrong character. order. And that yeah, it's completely out of sync. So kind of the Tom the street fight with Tommy Gunn was kind of my introduction to Rocky, which at that time absolutely loved. Yeah, yeah. Kind of looking back on it now, <laughs> it kind <laughs> yeah. of falls a bit flat. That's what you mean. Out of context, some of the films are slightly better yeah, than yeah. others. And out of context, you'd also think that Rocky is a boxing film. Mm. Looking back on it now, all the films together, I don't think that's necessarily the case, but we can probably talk about it. Well, we'll get into that because I think you're right. One of the things my memory is the first film I watched was Rocky 2. Yeah, okay. Um, And this was again on ITV. I'm sure it was ITV. And it it was a Saturday night, it was on ITV. And I think I caught probably the second half. Right, okay. And I, I had no context of any of the characters, but I loved that the, the training montage in the final yeah, fight. And yeah. I was like, ooh. It's a good montage. I want to see some more of this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think you can place those montages as well. You can work out what film you're watching from the montage, yeah. if it's streets, beaches, or snow. Yeah. <laughs> you can kind, yeah, of, yeah. kind of work what it's going through. But And if you look on YouTube, by the way, yeah. there all there is all the montages in chronological order in one video. But how awesome is that? Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> it is awesome. Yeah. I, I did watch it. <laughs> I'd like that. Yeah, I might have to check that one out. Mm. It's quite motivational. Yeah, you you are you run out of the room after you go. Where's my weights? Where's my weights? I'm gonna go on a running machine. Yeah, but it's such like that. Those montage scenes have just an impact into popular culture. You, you so many spin-off videos you can watch of people doing montage things. These are cool. But actually, you need to roll it right back. It's Rocky the first time you see the sports montages. In that it's one of, of the first. It's not. Right, I don't okay. think it's the first. I think there was some. It's the first. I think when you, this is funny you say that. So I actually asked two questions of the Twitter verse. I, I sent right, it out. Okay. There were two questions I asked. And the first one I asked was, uh, what is Rocky's greatest legacy? Is it music? Yeah. Is it on-screen boxing? Yeah. Or is it montages? 
It's got to be a montage. A montage is yeah. won like, by about 74%. I don't think... Did Stallone really come up with the montage context? I can't imagine. There's nothing massively original. I mean, it's no, brilliant no, no, how no. all the films piece together. It was the first time it's come through in this form. I think, yeah. I think when, when you look at these, I think it's, the, it's almost like the... Um, this is it at a pinnacle. Right. But it had been used, especially in... Um, like war films, like military films before montage. Okay, well, training them up until the yeah, point of war. Uh, yeah, like the, yeah. the Dirty Dozen yeah. and uh, yeah. Kel- <laughs> Kelly's Heroes. Practicing the films. TNT explosives. That's it, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sneaking up behind the guard. Yeah. So even yeah. uh, the montage is in um, uh, the Italian job. Yeah. So there's, but they're not, they weren't like this. this yeah, the, yeah. You know, they were like, they were a montage of events. And even in like um, Team America. <laughs> Like you know, they, yeah. Can we swear? Is it explicit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Right. But it's, so, so even that, like they explain, it's like you know, if you want to show a passage of time, yeah. you use a montage, montage, and that's what it's for. Yeah. And so they work that they've been used, but but it is this these this series, but perfected it, it perfects it, but it is also a staple. I mean, you can, we, you know, we'll come into it, but you can basically section up a Rocky board storyboard, and it, it follows a very distinct path. Every oh, God, single, yeah, like, yeah, it yeah. is like we could draw it up now yeah. we could do a new Rocky film but the montage is always there it, without a mon- back, back that third mon- you've yeah. got a montage yeah if you don't have one a Rocky film without a montage is yeah, it wouldn't be like no. a Rocky film you've got to have that no. um, but it's funny that, yeah so I mean, you know, some of the, the things that people sort of came back with about the montages were quite interesting that did, they, did anyone not like a montage um, well the boxing on screen came third and right. music came sort of yeah. in second. But like I say, yeah. But the thing was, people kept saying to me, "Well, actually, the music and the montage are actually intrinsically linked. Like you could, you know, the the rocky yeah, music, I I like the that. tiger, no easy yeah. way out, yeah. uh, burning heart, or hearts on fire. All those songs, like they're great on their own, but they are but, there to fuel the montage. Know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, but we might get into five. But that, that's missing in in bucket loads. All those different parts in five will come to it. But the mm. music's terrible. Yeah, I mean that makes a massive impact. So I can mm. see how music would be second over the boxing, definitely. And that's that did surprise me actually. Having kind of not gone through, having the opportunity to go through all Rockies in sequence, like how big a piece it plays, mm. and, and like pumps you up and like that theme tune. There's like a lot of depth to it. That's a long track. There's a lot of different parts to it, and we should don't you know the music in Rocky. Like, the whole franchise is it's one of those things that. Um, you know, every, every, you, when you go back, and I think the Rocky franchise uh, gets a bit of a drubbing. So when I've been talking about doing this to people in social media or, or just in general, sort of saying, "Oh yeah, I'm going to be looking at the Rocky franchise," they're all like, "Oh yeah, well it's a bit, it's all, it's just silly, isn't it? It's just, it's just him beating people for no reason." You know? No, I don't think that's the exactly. case. That's and not think, the case because every time he's beaten someone, he's proven a point to himself. Well, normally. yeah, I usually think like going back and watching this, and you said before, it's not yeah. just a boxing movie. There's no. so much more to this. Yeah. Um, and I think yeah, watching it, I've come out of this. The one thing, I've, the two things I've come out of this really respecting is the use of music. So Bill Conti, who yeah, did, did the music the for the majority, yeah. yeah, his music like is so important to this Great. series. Yeah, but also like Stallone gets a bit of a bad press for being, you know, you know, he's a bit punchy, he's not a great actor, blah, blah, blah. blah. The man hang wrote on, and directed on. the majority of these. Like, well, I think... Yeah, but I he's think playing, a, playing a, you know, a, a hard man, isn't he? He's playing mm. like a Lone Shark's muscle yeah, piece. Yeah. It's not like... It's not, there's a lot of depth to his character, I oh, think. Oh, I think, yeah, I think... Um, well, let's get into that. Let's just yeah, start okay. from the beginning let's then, really. One. So let's start, like, 1976, uh, Rocky uh, is released. Now, I'll give you some background and we'll give a plot, quick plot summary as well. So... Uh, Sylvester Stallone, as a young man, yeah. was looking for his big break. He 
had done a, a number of roles, including some softcore pornography. <laughs> really? He had. Uh, and it's available. Uh, it's still out there. What, what do you count as softcore, Scott? Um, how, how far are we talking? Been, no, no. A, well, a, a, it's heavy petting in some of the bits. So okay, it's, uh, but it, it's it's awful. Definitely um, eighteen material. Yeah, but it's it's not worth tracking down to look. Uh, to right, even, okay. even for like, it's there, but it's not worth it. So he wanted to make his big break, and he decided the only way that he could do it was if he wrote a script. Okay. And, and he, you know, he pushed himself into it. So he wrote Rocky. And did he always write it for himself then? He did. It was so, always for him. So it's always just a device for him to. <laughs> that act was it. It was, it was supposed to be a a vehicle for him as a star vehicle. However, right. One, what you I was going to say, and do you think at that point he wanted to go more into the drama side or action side? He drama. He thought he thought of himself. And it's funny. That, yeah, he was always drama. Was it really? Yes. Okay. That's, okay. So the, the, the um, it's when we get to the other films, it's interesting. But so initially, when this film came out, yeah, one of the reviews was it describes Sylvester Stallone as a young Mar- or as a, as a sort of a, a, the next Marlon Brando. Is that right? And I think so that was what, always what he sort of felt like he wanted so to be. So Godfather 1 had been out of this uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, like Godfather two, 1 was... Two. No, I think it was, uh, Godfather was sort of 77, so it was around this time. Yeah, but so Marlon Brando, you, young Marlon Brando, you're talking like Rebel Without a Cause, uh, Streetcar Named Desire. Right. That, that sort of so era. Sort of, sort of like setting. 50s, early 60s Marlon Brando. Um, and I think that's what Stallone was looking for. The studios, on the other hand, didn't want that. Well, so what's, what, what did they So he, he shipped this around, and, and fair play to Stallone that he stood his ground the the people that were being approached to do this so yep. he took it to studios uh, the biggies Warner Brothers um, uh, MGM at the time and all these others Yeah. and they were like we like the script we like the concept we're going to have to change the script a little Okay. Um, we want a star in it and those star, stars were going to be uh, yeah. Burt Reynolds Burt okay yeah. so what Burt just been doing at that time though Smoking the Bandit Little Whorehouse uh, like Little Whorehouse yeah. yeah Little Whorehouse uh, so right. he was still he was a star yeah. and he was probably in his sort of late-ish 30s okay and how old was Rocky at this oh, Stallone, how old was, this time? Uh, was probably about 28 okay, at, the point, at that point right um, and there were other people as well I think there were a couple of other people that were approached to do it yeah. and Stallone refused to sell the script unless there was a part of the contract that guaranteed guaranteed him as right. a starring role right okay uh, and eventually United Artists Took him on and said, "Yeah, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a very small budget, but here's what you're gonna here's what you're we're giving you a chance to do." Okay. Um, and I think he was very very smart. And United Artists also said, "If we do this, you've got to have talent around you. So you can't direct. We'll take your script and put you on, but you can't direct." He also wanted to direct. The so, first he did, one. so he didn't direct this first one. No, the first Just one was directed by John um, Avil Av- Avildsen. Avildsen. Yeah, Avildsen. Yeah. He also went on to direct the Karate Kid trilogy oh, and Rocky V. So he hadn't done those. No, he hadn't done this was. He did a lot of television and some of the small right, pieces. Okay. He was a United Artists director. Right. So they said, "We feel he's a safe pair of hands." Yeah. And um, you know, you're gonna, you you can work with him, but he will. She will show you the ropes. Okay. Um, and the other thing that, that that I think because it was done with United Artists and because of some of the connections through Stallone, he was able to bring in. What I consider to be a great cast. He surrounded himself with an amazing cast for this first film. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I will be honest, Stallone. I think Stallone is a relatively good actor. But, but who, who was the biggest name in the cast at that time, though? The biggest name. Because it wouldn't have been Stallone. No, I, I don't think it is. I don't think any of them are big names. Mm. They're all character actors. They were. They were. Because that's the point. Like, there are no names in this film. What about Apollo at the time? Would have he been? No, he no. would. He was still a small time character. Like, he was still doing stuff. He was mainly like a TV actor and stuff. Right. He'd done a couple of bits and pieces. 
I mean, again, if you think Apollo, if you think Carl Weathers, uh, Apollo Creed, for me, my my first, or aside from Rocky Two, my only other real connection to Carl Weathers is Predator. Yeah. So that's an awesome film. Yeah, though. which is 1987. So that's a long time later. Yeah, 1987. Yeah. So he was doing. Yeah. He wasn't doing much at all before then, really. No. So that's why they were able to TV, keep... TV, it's TV. It's all yeah. TV, you see. So yeah. when you look at... They were able to keep the budget down. But when you look at some, what some of these people did after... Yeah. So Talia Shire, she went on to appear in the Godfather trilogy. Um, Burgess Meredith, who played Mickey. Yeah. He'd done loads. Or he was already a, a, a seasoned actor. Right. Uh, who did everything from noir films in the 40s and 50s through to playing the Penguin in the 1966 That's what I recognise him as. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> the Penguin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Burgess Meredith. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you have people like, you know, Tony Burton, who played Duke, the uh, Apollo Creed's trainer. Yeah. So all, and, and the other one who I love, and yeah. I think he's one of the be- he's one of my favourite characters in this, despite the fact he's such a horrible piece of crap, is Paulie. Oh, he's a miserable. Played by Burt Young. Yeah. But Burt Young, like he, the choices he makes in this really are show like he's such a great character actor like but of all the characters i think he's the one that you go there's some story behind this guy yeah, but there's more yeah. to him than what you see i mean i think that whole relationship with rocky and paulie like rocky's a decent guy but you're like why is he friends with him yeah but like I, yeah. I mean why is he friends with him like it's funny you say that because i was watching i was watching rocky four uh the other night and, and my wife alex was sort of in the room watching like watching it partly she was yeah. like what are you watching and there's bits in it and she even she was like why is he here? Yeah. Why is Paulie part of this? Like, just chuck him out. Travels out to Russia with him. Yeah, <laughs> just like... yeah, and just moans about yeah. everything. Oh my. Um, so the yes, yeah, so the film came out. So they wrote it, and um, it, it it won three Academy Awards. What what were they? What were so they? the three Academy yeah. Awards uh, were best a best film. So it won best film for nineteen seventy six. Was there any major composition that year? Do you know? Or was it... uh, yeah, yeah, I couldn't tell you what they were, but they, so if you can find out what the yeah, nominees were, think so. uh, best director. Now it's this not... is interesting. This is an interesting. There's a bit of controversy around this, a yeah. little bit. So although John um, Avildsen Vudsen won Best Director for it, yeah. there's a real suggestion that although he did he did the directing yeah. in in uh, in quotations, Sylvester Stallone was heavily involved in the directing as well. Has he ever made comments about effect or not? Or no. other people. Other people from right. set have said, oh, he was heavily involved. So really, it's a sort of a split win. Right. And then the one was Best Film Editing. Uh, and that mainly came down to, weirdly enough, the montage and the editing for the um, boxing match, which yeah, which is actually which is decent. really yeah, impressive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so the other thing that Rocky is famous for, which you should highlight, which I'll be interested to see what your thoughts are on this. On, yeah. So the other thing is, is Rocky's training methods include uh, drinking um, several raw eggs. <laughs> yeah. It, was this the first time that was... Was it the first time? Rocky... Uh, Stab- Stallone, that was a bit of a craze, really, wasn't Stallone it? Stallone made it up, and he he set the craze. Have you ever done it before? I've not, because I think it looks disgusting. Do you want to do it? No, I don't. I think it looks foul. Just one egg? No, would you do it? Have you done it? I don't if you do it. I couldn't do it. I don't think I could do the podcast. I'd, I'd just be saying I mean, it's wretched. very much a visual... Yeah, um, yeah. Maybe for a future video for YouTube, but no, I don't no, think I could. Sounds like swallowing a raw egg. Um, but yeah, he did it because they said they wanted something that looked... Um, that looked raw and cheap. Like, if you were, if you yeah, wanted yeah, to get protein yeah. and you couldn't afford steak, steak and all this and, other yeah, stuff, yeah. Although, he's, although obviously Paulie works in a meat factory. Um, so Stallone just grabbed a couple of eggs, banged them in and drank them, and they were like spot on can you do it again and he was like 
in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's quite a lot of eggs in that. Yeah, I think it's like four or four eggs. It's crazy. Yeah. He does it again in some of the does, later films, and I was just like, oh. Does he get some other people? Does Tommy Gunn do it in later? Yeah, Tommy well. does it in five. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So just to sum up the, so yeah, so what was the other note? I'm find? gonna, yeah, I'm trying to find where. So whilst you do it, that, I'll yeah. give a quick summary of the plot. So Rocky, Bal- uh, so Rocky, 1976. Um, due to a, a training accident, um, number one contender to the title uh, and battle uh, the fight with Apollo Creed is injured and, ca- and can't fight. So Apollo Creed has to find an alternative because he's been training. He's spent a lot of money on the on the advertising and promotion. So he has to find another opponent for his uh, Thanksgiving Day. No, it's Thanksgiving Day. It was it's it's. So a specific oh, day. Is it Christmas or New Year? New Year Day. New Something Year's like Day. It's January 1st. Quite a lot of them are themed regarding yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas, aren't they? I wonder why that is. I think it's just. Did these, these films come out in winter or? Do you know? This came out. This came out this uh, in January. Oh, so it's kind of about yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. Yeah, so he looks through. So he looks through the opponents, and he, he basically doesn't choose them. Ba- he doesn't choose them based on ability or pits or or creed or numbers of wins. He literally just goes, "That one sounds good." The Italian Stallion. So this yeah. down and out club fighter, um, bit of a loser. He's a uh, an enforcer for a local mob boss. Yeah. Uh, gets a shot at the title, and uh, so he has to rally round, and he has to get the tra- trained by. Grizzled former puglist Mickey, Mickey, mighty Mickey, Mickey. and um, they eventually form a relationship and they do it through sort of like old school training. Yeah, Mickey's using him as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like he everyone's, everyone's using each other. In yeah, this film, well like, that's the that's what fun yeah. of it is. Mickey admits it that he even admitted like I'm living vicariously through you for yeah. one last shot. Yeah, um, which I think is part of the way he respects they respect each other. Um, They're for a job, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, and um, it builds into a relationship through later films. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the idea is, you know, uh, he he can he he literally has a shot to be the world heavyweight champion, uh, and through that he through he builds his confidence. He he starts a relationship with uh, Adrian, uh, yeah. a young woman who works in the local uh, yeah, pet shop, who suffers from incredible shyness. Uh, he she, and he is best friends with her her brother Paulie, Paulie. who's a bitter old git. Um, but eventually, after all the training and watching all the things, uh, Rocky Balboa. Uh, Realizes that he can't win the title. He's he, he knows he's not a champion in that yeah. respect. So the only thing he can do is go fifteen rounds with Apollo Creed. All he wants to do is stand toe to toe for fifteen rounds. Which no one's done that. Dist- no one's done. No that. one's done that before. No yeah. one's done that. He wants to prove to himself that he can go the distance. That's yeah. all he wants to do. And then we yeah. end up with a fight, and he does. He goes fifteen rounds with the champion with Apollo Creed. I know. And how much of the film is actually the boxing at the end? It's about it's quite 15 long film, isn't it? Maybe two hours of film. Yeah, so. it's 119 minutes. Yeah. About 15 minutes of boxing yeah. at the end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so really, I mean, it, it's. Uh, so what? So what were the other contenders? Yeah, in so the just just reaching back to that film. So we had so obviously Rocky won. We had yeah. all the President's Men, Bound for Glory, Network, and Taxi Driver. Wow, which is a massive. Uh, all, all the President's Men's pretty good as well, though. So all the President's Men, and it beats all beat all the President's Men and Taxi Driver. But isn't there? Isn't this? A, isn't this like a weird bit in this film where? Rocky goes, you talking to me in the mirror. Yeah. That's exactly the same as De Niro does. Yeah, yeah. But it was a 70s, late 70s thing. But one had, yeah, so imagine they were both in production at the same time, so it wasn't like Probably about that. No, no, it wouldn't have been a rip-off. They'd have been in production at the same time. Um, But you don't don't relate it to Rocky, you relate it to De Niro. Yeah, that's become a staple of Taxi Driver, hasn't it? So really in this film, so what what, what did you like about Rocky, the the original film? Pounding your meat. 
sorry, pounding the meat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Iconic. That's, that's the, that was before. That was a softcore porn. Oh yeah, that was the rubber one. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, love that part. I love love those type that whole bit you point so being really raw training because you got um, Apollo who's like this kind of like Muhammad Ali style. I love the fact, I love the fact they they portray him as an Ali. Type. Yeah, but you also he's not a baddie. No, he's not. There's no baddie in this, really. No. There's like complex characters, but Apollo's a great character. I love mm. Apollo. I love Rocky. So it's kind of them both, you know, Apollo's there to kind of facilitate the story. It's Rocky's own own achievement he needs to reach rather than beating Apollo. So you don't have you don't have to beat Apollo to have the heroic victory. You have a different objective for this film mm-hmm. to kind of last distance of future mentioned. So that's Master Pit. So it's the montages. I love the montages. Mm-hmm. The music, which kind of really stood out for me through building um, the relationships and how Rocky develops um, his relationships with Adrian that's that's nice but the boxing at the end I did actually think it was done very well oh it's um, amazing that surprised me um, kind of looking back on five the first film it's actually pretty brutal yeah yeah it's, um, it's, it's hard hitting like, it's it looks taken a while to uh, practice all those rounds I'm not sure they I don't know how much they did I mean but like you say the, the, there's things in this film that again going back to this and watching them all in a row um, there's bits in this film that I'd never spotted before. Like what? So, because before, like in my head, Rocky is, you think the boxing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And as you said, there's so much more to this than the, than the boxing. So I thought, when I go into this, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put that aside and I'm going to focus on the saga, like the drama of okay. it. Try and really pull that out. Yeah. And there were a couple of things that really sort of stood out to me. There's a scene at the beginning of the, to be the, was the beginning of the film, and Rocky stood in, a, in sort of a mirror in his apartment, yep. that dodgy little apartment, and he's got a picture of his parents and him as a little boy. Yeah. And it's like the look on his face, he looks at himself in the mirror, and it's sort of, this is before we've been given the shots. This is where you sort of see him, and he's the Docklands sort of enforcer and that sort yep. of thing. And you realise that he, not only is he down on his look, like he knows he could have done better. Like there's this thing of like, he, fe- he obviously feels like he's let people down. Like he's in a really... Not in a great place at the start of this film. No, no. Um, That's it, interesting. And yeah. it builds this idea that actually, like, yeah, you know, this is a sliding door situation. If this title hadn't come along, this talk show hadn't gone, like, oh, where would he have gone? Like, yeah, because yeah, it's a real. Um, he could That's have become like Paulie. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because um, the other thing, some photos later on uh, when Paulie's having a, a row with um, Adrian, right, uh, and she storms off. Uh, and he turns to Rocky and they're, they're talking about something. It's when he goes about to go the ice skating. Just okay. for the ice skating, right? Well, no one else is there either. Yeah. Um, but, but before he leaves, on the, de- on the dresser, there's a picture of Burt Young, uh, Paulie. Yeah. Clearly a, a former picture uh, of him in a, in a naval uniform. Is that right? And so there's a part of it's going... Are we supposed to see that? Have we just got I, an eagle eye? Or? I don't know. It's, well, I've never spotted it before. Right, I was okay. literally just studying everything yeah, no, in the I've never frame. spotted that. Right. No, well, I thought, I thought that's what I wanted to look for. Like, what's what's going on in this? Because there is more to this. Yeah, yeah. And so, again, like, from a, from Paulie's point of view, like this guy was in the military. Yeah. He's clearly seen it. You know, it may have been, like the I don't know, I doubt it was World War Two, but possibly, but it was probably like, you know, the Korean War, something yeah, like that. yeah. He's come home and now he's like yeah. he's working in a meat factory. So there's a reason he's bitter. He's there's back. A, yeah. yeah. And so I was like, wow, there's a real history here that I don't think gets acknowledged. And do you know what? That never comes to the forefront in any of the films. In but that's what I like. It. It's either. more subtle as well. Yeah. yeah. Like there's, there's a subtlety to that that like, in especially in this first film, which is why I think it deserves this best picture. Yeah. It's because you can watch it and there's so much like that. You go, oh my god, that's that's why this is like it is. You know. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I think you're right. So. I just find it really fascinating, but um, yes, yeah, so it's like what he could have become, what he should have become. Um, 
would you want to see a Paulie standalone film? Do you know what? Young, really, young Paulie. I thought that there was parts of it that I was like, I wonder if there was ever a conversation between like Stallone and, and Burt Young that was like, this is Paulie's backstory. Yeah. You are this character. Yeah. This is where you've come from. I, I, I would so wholly believe that. Because it must happened. have been quite traumatic or influential in his life because he maintains that character throughout even like for the highs you know he's always a Balboa he comes yeah. to succeeding he never really changes his outlook he's still doing what he's doing still acting the same way kind of struggling with the success at times as well and well yeah because he comes into that on later films doesn't he yeah, yeah. but the other thing as well he's obviously he's he's Adrian's older brother yeah. and he is an older brother and there's the acknowledgement in this that he raised her so what's he had to give up to do that to so. do that yeah. so and that's is that what he resents and that and also, she obviously she's quite shy and retiring. You know, is, he, is she as a result of poorly raising her as well? You know, what's happened there? So yeah, so it's like there's a whole story. Like these people yeah. are like you said, these are complex characters that yeah. uh, it really does sort of like it has. Um, so when people just sort of like you know fob this off as oh it's a boxing film, it's not. It's boxing, not boxing film. There's so much more to it, this Rocky story. It could exactly be that. I mean, the boxing is the event. Like, it's, I mean, it could be any film, it could be objective, but he has a objective. He needs to prove himself, and it happens to be boxing, which mm. is improving himself. It could be any type of... He could be, it could be on a, you know, a hero on a conquest to do something. It's that type of same bit. He's training for it, and he gets there through gritted teeth, through passion and determination, mm. not through skill or anything like that, just, just through gritted teeth. Just getting back up, taking a beating, getting back up. That's it. It's, 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 you know, it's life, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, this is the thing. Like, one of the things... There must be parallels to... He obviously, you said he wrote this hmm. himself. Probably that parallels what he was going through. If he was trying to struggle as an actor, just kept trying and trying oh, and trying. I, and I, I honestly do it think... Yourself, yeah, yeah. I, I honestly think um, the first three films, at least... But there's other films as well, actually, even up to like... Including Rocky Balboa, yeah. the latest film, that I do think parallel uh, Stallone's career. Oh, his whole career. I think. I think, I think this is. Yeah, I think this is a. This, this is a complete. This is a, everything in this series completely reflects everything in, in Stallone's career. Everything he's so, written, I think he's. So, is, is, so in oh, jumping, but he loses a lot of money. Then mm. does he? Do he have a big fall in real life? No, not a big fall. But I think if you were to take his career, right, I think okay. you know if you look at. Um, um, I said we'll get to it more later. But if you look at that sort of thing of the eighties, like you know, yeah. you look at the when 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 he's in his prime, so Rocky three, yeah. Rocky four, that's when Stallone was like. He was one of the biggest stars in the world. Because what, what like Rambo's him, were coming out at the time? Uh, Rambo's 82, 85, so and 89, 88. So, they, you know, so, and that in the 80s, you know, late 80s, early 90s was when you've got um, Stallone, Schwarzenegger, yes. uh, and Bruce Willis opening like Planet Hollywood. Yeah. So they're the prime of their career. So you've got this thing where, like, you know, at that point, they were riding high, they were your superstars. And that thing of like moving on to do things, you know, that's when they they're in their big time. They're doing sort of things, and so Rocky, so Rocky to me is is him struggling. Yeah. And then, for example, like Rocky Balboa uh, later on, yeah. is you know it's six, it's two thousand and six. Yeah. People have written him off as an action star and this other stuff. Restaurant owner. Yeah. He's a restaurant owner. He's he's living off residuals from former former films and this other stuff. Which is talking f- about his history, selling that as part. Of exactly, that. and all of a sudden he's like. No, I've still got something to give, mm. and that's when you get Rocky Balboa, you get Rambo, you get The Expendables, you get Escape Plan, <sighs> yeah. you get like he's a, a renaissance, and not in a not in a, a, a reconnaissance kind of way. No. This is him just going, no, I'm good at this yeah. stuff, and, and I'm going to do yeah. it. Yeah, and doing it properly, not in like a tongue-in-cheek way. These are good action films. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do, I'm going to do exactly what I'm yeah. good at, and yeah. I'm going to enjoy doing it, and I'm going to bring my mates in to do it as well. So, 
I didn't realise that. So, did he write Expendables or? Yeah, yeah, and direct. Oh, they, no, did he direct them? I don't know if he directed, but he definitely wrote them. Did he? Yeah, they're all here. And Escape Plan. I didn't appreciate that. Stallone is is. I say the thing is, is who, who does he work with? Him? Who's the other? Who's with him in Escape Plan? Is it Jason Statham? Or is it Arnie? Arnie's watching the first one. Right. And then the second one, uh, I haven't seen it yet, but you've seen like it's got like Batista. Oh, is it? Um, Batista's everywhere now. He is, yeah. That's why he's him. But yeah, so going back to Rocky, you're right. I think Rocky really represents like him, you know. And I think when that that thing of going the distance is, you know, that is I'm writing this film and I'm going to keep fighting to get it made. Yeah. And ironically, I'm not heading for Oscar worthiness. I don't want to. I'm not gonna. I don't want the championship. I just want to be taken seriously. Established. Yeah. I want to open the door for myself because he was in his like late twenties, early thirties by that point. So. It opens the door for him, and I think that's exactly what it is. I really do. I think you're right. I think that, that you know, and it, when, as you go through the other films, um, I think you do see that playing that's out. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, so, so you pinpointed obviously the backstory. What are your other favourite parts or bits you picked up on since so uh, you know deep diving into the film again? So really, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, the, the thing I think you're really right about is like Apollo Creed is not a villain. No. And some of the other, that some of the later ones are played that way. A hundred percent are villains. But yeah, but like I mean, Apollo Creed is just—he's looking for a payday, and he's sort of like you know he sees it as um, it, what is it? he says it's uh, this is the American dream. He's got a cheesy line. But I can't remember what it is. There is definitely a cheesy line. He says um, it's good business. Is what he talks yeah. about doing this. He says it's dangerous because Duke Duke says to him like this is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, you could you could get hurt doing this for no reason, and he's just like no, it's good. Business. Yes, entertainment. Entertainment. Yeah. And I, I love the fact that he sees that. I think Apollo Creed from the outset is never... I have never saw him as a baddie. No. But, you know, I think he's put a really interesting thing. If I had to... You know, hopefully at one point we're going to get to rate what our favourite mm. films are. But you look at the films one and two. There's not a real baddie, is there? There's Apollo mm. Creed as the opponent. But he's a solid, decent mm-hmm. guy. And then you take the other films. you got Chuck Langer, is it? Club, okay. Club Lang. Oh, yeah, Club And you've got um, Drago. Ivan Drago, yeah. Yeah, and then you've got Tommy Gunn. And then, so you've got these three, where well, you've got actual bad guys in it. I don't really enjoy that as much. Mm. Then you go back to Balboa, you don't really have a bad guy again. You have an opponent who's kind of... Yeah, they're know, sort of inserted like It's not a baddie. No, no, at no point. And I think that's a better film as a result, so it's quite interesting, actually. It's about, it's about the people. Yeah. And it's interesting that, like you say, um, the, the mirror, um, the duality between Rocky and then obviously Balboa, yeah. is there's an instigating incident. Like, there's not... It's not them set against each other. Like, no, it's improving themselves. Yeah. Um, and in Rocky, the fact of the matter, it was an accident. Like Apollo's original opponent gets yeah, injured in training yeah. and sparring, so he has to find somebody else. And this is just, so this is just a sort of a, an exhibition. <laughs> can, can, can you really see that? What do you reckon that would really ever happen in a real life scenario? I don't know. Possibly. Has it ever happened? Or? I don't know. It'd be worth it. Be worth finding finding yeah, out about it. Look, yeah. But obviously, he does go the distance. I mean, what, so that's yeah, that's the big Apollo Creed. I find fascinating. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is 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 the final fight, and. Uh, you know, um, stepping into the ring and you got Rocky and he sort of, you know, he, he looks around. And he's, he's clearly terrified. Like, I think Stallone plays it to a T. Like, yeah. he's, he's, he's focused, but he's terrified. And then Apollo Creed comes in as George Washington, giving out the coins yeah, and that yeah. sort of thing, and the arrogance of it. And I do think that would happen now. You know, when oh, you definitely. Sort of, I mean, it's the flamboyance of the of the show and all that. Kind I of think thing. you see that in the later films. They kind of yeah. that is the realistic. You know how it is now. Lots of. Entourage, like a big scene, holding big, the big belts show. and all yeah, that kind yeah, of jazz, yeah. and um, yeah. So, that, but the whole final fight, there's a moment in that fight, um, which I th- I th- everyone will know it if they know the films, 
is um, they've gone at it and they're both battered and beaten and bloody and they sort of face it and it's sort of like uh, they get up for that final I think it's, it's a couple of rounds in it's probably really close to the end yeah and Apollo sort of gets up and Rocky's like come on come on exhausted yeah. and Apollo just sort of like he can barely look at him he's just like oh Christ are we still doing this Yeah. and it's sort of like they're going to go at it one more time but that moment where Rocky's like no come on I've got to do this and Apollo's just like I can't I can't put you down is incredible like, it really gets your heart going yeah you can just take such a beating. Yeah. Like, a beating. I know that, obviously. Look at The Simpsons and Homer, the whole Homer episode, just <laughs> yeah. taking an absolute cane in. They don't seem to block a lot, do they? It just like. It takes a punch in the head, like, yeah. way too much. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, but that sort of comes into one of the things I sort of find uh, a little bit problematic with this franchise. We'll sort of pick up on it as we go. There what, are two what? problems I have with this go franchise. On, on. Problem one. Problem one is. Um, I'm making a note of this. Scott. Okay, I, I call it their sort of fatalism. Right, throughout the series, okay. they keep writing themselves into a corner, where they're like, "We've given we've given a character this situation right to face up to because it's really good drama." Yeah, yeah. But it makes sequels really difficult. So, what, for example, so yeah. if we then jump forward, right? So this yeah. is Rocky. So going into Rocky Two. Yeah. The big thing about Rocky Two is that Rocky they, they cut him don't they in the, in the first film they have to cut his above his eye so he can see yep. you can't see Mickey you're going to have to open my eye and he cuts him and his blood pours over because of that well, I didn't, didn't realise he was Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah I know so. that's fine <laughs> be grateful it didn't come out like scalps or something <laughs> yeah. um, but they do that and he has to have surgery on his eye doesn't he so yeah, then Mickey yeah. points out in the second film he does that test he's like, you know, he does the one finger he says oh there it is yeah. he pulls the other finger and he, he, he sees it like last minute yeah. he's up there it is and he says yeah but that would have been Apollo's fist like caving in your head. Right. So the fact is like, okay, by the second film, your left That's eye doesn't work. We won't acknowledge that in three, four, five, and that no, sort of thing. But, but... And then there's others. There are other situations like that where Tricky. they keep giving characters these faults. Or like, so five, we'll come into it, he's diagnosed with oh, a certain man. level of brain damage. Yeah. And then they're a bit like, even by the end of the film, they're a bit like, yeah, we'll ignore that. Yeah. <laughs> Carry yeah. on. Yeah. Because um, not that much time passes through that film. Well... No, there's quite that's, a lot of we'll fights, get, though. We'll get on to the other... That's the other flaw of these series. Yeah, how much goes time? The, well, no, no. Well, continuity is yeah, but all think, over is, the but place. But is that a massive... Is that only a... Continuity, yeah, people should pick up on it. But is it only a real problem because we've watched them back-to-back in effect? And, yeah, yeah. I and, do agree. I do think that's a big part of it. If you yeah. binge these in a row, as we've yeah, probably done... It, it really stands well, out. Well, the other problem with you binge these in a row uh, is every Rocky film seems to play the last ten minutes of the previous uh, film as the intro. Do you find that? Yeah. So you watch the fight, you, you watch the end of the five minutes of the, the fight before and then the aftermath, and it cuts straight into the film. Yeah. So do you know why that happens? So for, for two, it makes sense, and probably for three, really. Two, what? Two, right? Makes sense. So, three, there's, uh, so there's a reason for it. There is one. There is one reason, and one reason only why they do that. Why? Home entertainment. What for the what video? The video didn't sets. exist. What well, didn't exist? There was no VHSs in like seventy six or uh, two. What's number two? So two is seventy nine, right. and then eighty two. So not by nineteen eighty two. There's no home video, or if there was by eighty two, it's really expensive. Right. So if you're going to watch a film, you yeah, you need that Intro almost like a, previously on Rocky. But what other films doing that at the time though? Not massively, no, no, no. But I think because so these are so heavily interwoven, you pick up directly where you left. You ha- yeah, because yeah, I like yeah. say if, if two starts them going to the hospital, yeah, straight after that. Yeah, yeah. So if you happened? if you yeah, didn't right. have that first, but you were like, what the f- what happened in the first one? Like this yeah. one starts with an accident. When is it the second into the third? Where um, <clears throat> is that the second into the third or is it third into the fourth? 
where they're fighting and you find out who wins the fight. Oh, the, the spa. Uh, the spa. spa. That's yeah. three into four. Three into four. Yeah, yeah. Which, okay. which has got the worst continuity issue ever. But yeah, so we're jumping into two. I mean, so we've said like you know, I think Rocky is is clearly it's it's, it's a, I think it deserves that best of yeah best feature. Oh, Taxi Driver is awesome. Though. It is good, but. Rocky's built the best. Yeah, no, I, I think it, I could say Rocky won. Yeah, could win best Oscar. Yeah, I agree yeah. with him. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. I think it was the right choice. Yeah. So you got Sylvester Stallone. In, uh, you know, he he went away, and there was a, there was a real demand then from the studio to go away and write a sequel. So so was it? I know it was obviously an Academy Award winning success. Mm. Was it a at that time? Was it a commercial success? Mm. It yeah, was. Rocky. Yeah. yeah, Rocky One was a commercial success. Yeah, to the extent that it even had a. So if um, uh, in a lot of cases, um, like I said there was no home entertainment, but it oh, did yeah. have. Yeah, it did have um, a novelization right. written of it. So I think at least the first. Four. So it's just a screenplay to start with. Uh, yeah, then... but the screenplay was then taken and turned into a novelization. I've got a real thing for novelizations. I've never picked up any of the Rocky ones because they aren't they aren't easy to find. They're quite rare. And how far did they go with the story? Did they just run it in parallel to the films, or did they go on like a different? No, no, they're not. So it's literally it's a novelization of the script. So they take oh, the right. script and then so they, they turn it into any, a story. Didn't do any other stories. Yeah. Um, and so yes, yeah, so it was it was it was then given the opportunity to make a sequel. And again, his caveat was. Got a star. I've got a star. I've got yeah. to write, and I've got to direct. And he was so. This is this is Stallone. I think Stallone's directing debut. It'd be worth finding out. Yeah, I have to give you the. Uh... Um, but this is 1979, uh, written by Sylvester Stallone, directed by Sylvester Stallone, and um, although it didn't win any Oscars, it did get the People's Choice Award, uh, movie award, and got Best Picture American Movie Award. So it was still being recognised as a as a you know as a good movie. Uh, and this is also the first one where the soundtrack was released and actually made it under the Billboard 200. Yeah, so he directed it. So yeah. it's so this is the uh, you know so the, the, this is where the music first time the music was released and got recognised for things like Gonna Fly Now uh, and the rest of the Bill Conti soundtrack. As, as part of this podcast, Scott, are you going to overlay some of the? I will be sliding this? in a couple. Okay, just fine. a certain amount because obviously we, I don't want to be doing too much because no. then they can come and sue me for. Yeah. Was it sixteen it. seconds or something? Something ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah. you're going to put a bit in here. I probably will put a bit in here. There's some other things I'm going to insert later on. Okay. But yeah, I think because I think this is. Oh, I forgot some, to say some, some of the Bill Conti soundtrack is well worth checking out. Yes. His music is amazing. What, what were you going to say? I was going to say, can I, have, can I have some final cut as well in case there's any final final, edit? Final edit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so the, the, the second film, so the story of the second film is following the fight with Apollo Creed. Um, Rocky has taken his his, his winnings or the, the money he was given for the fight. How much was and, it? Do you remember? Uh, it's like it's, it's one hundred and fifty thousand. Was think, it? For I the first thought, one. I got in my head thirty four thousand. It might be right for the first one. I mean seventy six. Um, Is that right? It's a lot more for the second one. Yeah. So he, uh, so at the end, so he's he's gone off. And he's he's been given his um, winnings, and he's looking to get like, a better life for himself. Um, he buys himself a car, even though he apparently can't drive. <laughs> uh, and this is about this one's really about like surviving the American dream. Yeah. You know, he's able, he's pulled himself out. He gets himself a better home, yeah. um, and all this other stuff. You know, he, he, and, and then he, he proposes to Adrian, yeah, uh, and they get married. Uh, and he's he's looking very much, I think, to sort of um, to 
to try and accept it. I think he wants to settle down and become, you know, become that sort of like the civilian or the civilized person. What, so give up, hang up boxing, achieve sort, what he yeah, wants to do. Yeah, I think that, you know, he's, he's told, accomplished himself in his life. He feels like he's achieved what he wanted he could do. He's gone those yeah. fifteen rounds. But he knows nothing about money management. Oh, jeez, he's awful, isn't he? Like spending like there's no tomorrow. Um, yeah. But this, the, the two things that come out in this film is actually like you know he ends up um, working at Mickey's gym because yeah. he said and he says to Mickey at one point like, if I can't box I've got to be around it. Yeah. Uh, and it's quite sad that like, he can't give it up. It's it's part of him. Yeah, yeah, it is part of him. I have to like cut this little gap out. No, no, no. It's, it's the system of thing. So, because the thing as well, this is where you, this is where it really comes into factor that, like, as you say, Apollo Creed isn't the villain. Because in this no. one, this is the, this is this is where it becomes a real. Is this the one where Mickey's saying, you know, don't be picking up spit buckets and things like that? You're a, yeah. He tells him, like, yeah, you're, yeah, you're royalty round. Yeah. You you stood up to that. the heavyweight champion. And he's Rocky's like, oh, just man, like happy really... to get involved with everything. You know, Rocky's just a nice guy, isn't he? Like. Because um, the other side of this is, whilst you know, whilst Rocky's doing his bit at the gym and, like I say, picking up spit buckets and, yeah. and like, helping out and doing stuff and doing whatever he can, people are sending Apollo Creed. You know, let's say you, you're, yeah. you're basically, you're, yeah, you're you threw the fight, you threw the fight, it yeah. was fixed, it was you know, da, 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 you're not a real champion but, anymore. But we skipped over like the bit of, like, in the in the first film, partway through, he's like, you're not getting a rematch. Yeah, we know rematch. And then straight away he's like, "Yeah, we need to fight again." Yeah, he's like, "No, I'm not fighting." Well, that's the thing. I think there's there's uh, there's a scene in the first film and in this film where, like I said, they they really play up uh, Apollo Creed as the Muhammad Ali yeah. kind of thing. So there was a phrase in the first one. They've got him on the news. And he's talking about all these things about being a, an athlete. And he used the phrase. Uh, you know, stay in school, uh, get your grades, be a thinker, not a stinker. Yeah. And I was like, "That's awesome. Yeah. I love that." Uh, and then he does it again this like in the start of the film they wheel him into the um, uh, the hospital and he's all battered and beaten and he's sort of like where is he where is he and he says I'll fight you anywhere anytime da, da, da. get out of that chair and they're like you know it's all it's all sort of like you know yeah. it's all for show for the cameras yeah um, but like, Rocky's like I thought you, I thought you said this wasn't going to be a thing like, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he doesn't know that um, so he's trying to get he's trying to get a living he's trying to do some commercials but he's not cut out for it no no at all yeah, is he dressed up in camo? Is he dressed up like they dress, he dressed him as a caveman, don't they? Yeah, to, do, caveman. to do beast, yeah, uh, some aftershave thing, and uh, and then they dress him for the yeah, sort of the bits and pieces. That's, that's, that's in this film, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like the director didn't want to use him; he's just being forced to. I, I only work with professionals. I only work with professionals. So that's how you think he's going to make his money. <coughs> it doesn't work yeah. out that way. But that, but again, like, it he's shows how anything, yeah. it shows how that's typical of. Um, I think that shows how typical it is of the of the sport industry. Like you, if you make it big, once your name is there, because one of the, the, those promoters come to him and say, hey, "We've got to strike the deal while you, well, it's hot." Like you yeah, know, while yeah. you're still known, get out there, make your name, use in the adverts and that sort of thing. Um, but there's a clear sort of thing of like, yeah, he's not an actor. He's not. He's not a financial manager. He is a fighter. He is a fighter. That's what he knows. That's all he knows, isn't it? Well, that's a really good point, yeah. isn't it? Like, and that's sort of the theme of this, isn't it? Like, you know, you are what you are. And, and, and to be fair, that's and that's the theme. Right, he's always going back to his roots. Joe. He's not afraid to go back to his roots to reestablish himself. He's humble. Yeah, he is very humble. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll get into well, some of that. Well, well yes, in, not in th- three. But this is this is the thing about. So this, yeah. I think that's because this is where I think the first three. I think I think one through three, taken as a, as a as a as a trilogy. Should be if you if you were to if he just stopped at three, right? So I think I, yeah. think I think you'd have 
the great Ameri- great American sports trilogy. Yeah, so first one gets a shot, nobody has a go. The gets second there, proves one, himself. Second, second one, second one is he sort of like you know is proves, that, proves he's actually the best. Yeah, so he gets, so did, he's reluctant shot. to do it, but takes the challenge because he needs to face up to what you are. Yeah, having to sort of like step yeah. up to the old school and uh, and and like you say, winning the championship, but do it in the right way. Yeah, you know, not making enemies, and you know, you got a lifelong friend there. Well, but, the, and, you know, an equal. Yeah, that's yeah, it. And that's yeah. one thing. Yeah, because it's about respect, isn't it? Because yeah. the other thing that comes into this is, um, you know, I said like, the fact that like Apollo's not a villain. No, like he's he's just he is arrogant, and he has an ego. And the, but he's so also the pinnacle of, he is the, the peak of that, though, isn't he? Yeah, so exactly. So he is like the summit to reach. He yeah. still stands up as the best. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and these people questioning him, I think, really hurts him. I think yeah. he is really upset by it. It dam- damages his ego for yeah. it, for that for that position to be questioned yeah um, and I think that's why you end up with them doing like you know what do they call him they call him the Italian chicken and uh, yeah but that's but that, that, that parallels right to Rocky 3 because like uh, damaging his ego so someone's like challenged him it's like when it comes out of Rocky 3 that um, all the bouts Stallone's been fighting kind of been propped up soft, and being soft, soft, soft targets yeah, and he's yeah. like it damages his ego but he hasn't believe he hasn't got there on his own well it's funny is it because I think yeah. that's and I think that's really important because in this film, like I said, the other thing I find interesting is, is the conflict in this um, is about guilt. Yeah. You know, he, he feels selfish. So he accepts the challenge and they're going to take it on for one last challenge, you know, him and Mickey. And then Adrian, obviously, she sort of, she's sort of against it. And she then has a... Uh, she's pregnant. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it has a complications and she falls into a coma for a short time. Yeah. And whilst he's training, that's do, what do you they, think that's a necessary part of the film. Well, <coughs> no, I think again, like, basically, it's a. The, I have real problems with it. It's a bit chaotic in terms it, of that middle. Yeah, that middle sort of the end of the second act becomes a little bit. It sort of just grinds to a halt. Yeah. Because they've sort of like they've started training and he's feeling guilty and all this other stuff, and then she falls into a coma, and you have like fifteen minutes of them sat next to her bedside and yeah. stuff going on, and you're a bit like. Oh well, um, I'll just sit and watch this then, I suppose. Yeah. And then it's not until she comes round again and says, you know, um, you do one thing for me, Rocky. What? When? <laughs> and you're just sort of like, could have done that ten minutes ago, surely. Like, you yeah. Know, it, it, pacing wise, I do think it. So, really so, falls so this, out. this is the conversation because there's kind of the formulaic, you know, the formula they follow. You've got your montages. You've always got a bit of Adrian Rocky talking about, you know. They solve it for the next two films. Yeah. So this one's in the hospital, isn't it? Yeah. Because the next one's on the beach. Yeah. And then, <laughs> it's, it's, and then the, the third, the fourth one's in the snow. Yeah. But this is the problem. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, so I think they did this, and they were a bit like, yeah, this doesn't work. Yeah. It, it grinds it to a halt. It brings it to a stop. So I really think they were like, forget hospital. I think it's got to be an argument. They've got to have a row. Yeah. Resolve it. Move on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's in two minutes rather than twenty. Um. Because this film should be shorter. This film does not need to be. I'm surprised actually. It's how, how you find it saying it is. Yeah, it didn't feel as long. It doesn't. I was doing some I painting think, at the time. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think this could be 15 minutes shorter. This film. Okay. Yeah. Um, this film could easily be 99 minutes or 95 minutes. Right. Um, but yeah, so that's what, you know, so you get to that point. But that's the conflict, isn't it? Because it's not so much about self confidence anymore. It's about. it's. So yeah, so no, it's, it's, yeah, his family grows. I mean, like I say, in this film, he's got. In the first film, it's just him yep. begins with, but then, and Paulie. But then it's like him, Paulie, and. Yeah, he's got Andrew. no family to start with. Yeah, wow. his family clearly died. His parents yep. clearly died, and he's yep. got his siblings. Um, and then it grows, and then he has a child, and that sort of thing. And as his, you know, his family keeps growing, so I think 
you sort of see that there's sort of consequences to what he's trying to do. Yeah, and the family, not just like his direct family, the people around him as well, like his trainers and yeah. friends, and you know, and, and if you if you look at the montage scene in the first one, it's him running by himself. Is it in the second one? Is like just the kids. The kids swamp him toward the yeah. end because he's a celebrity now. I mean, that's the other yeah. thing about this. It's that consequence of like you know he's, he's going for that second shot. He's been given the second shot, but he's now a celebrity. Like yep. you know, he's he's, the, he's uh, Philadelphia's favorite son, uh, and that sort of thing. So, One thing you don't see in this film: mm. Philadelphia cheesesteaks. No, Philly cheesesteaks. Well, it's, it's funny. That it's, it's funny about this film. He's like uh, the seventies is a different era, right? Yeah, but. I don't know if it's intentional. I don't really know anything about Philadelphia as, no. as a city from its history, but I tell you what, I wouldn't want to have visited it in sort of like the late seventies because it looks like a real Pretty hole. Grim. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know if it was that bad, to be honest. Where must they do the fight in in the second film? Is it in the same? In I the same think place? it's uh, yeah, I think it's in Philly again. Is it? Yeah. Um. So yeah, so, that, so you know, you do you get to the you get to the end and you got the fight. And again, like the fight is 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 played out really well. I think it's an improvement again. I think I think the second, the fight in number two, is better, is 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 filmed and, and edited better yeah. than the first film. Oh yeah. Uh, and the shame we didn't get this one didn't get an, you know ed, an editing award for that because I think it's really well done. It is really well done, but it's more of the same though, isn't it? I mean. Uh, yeah, it is. It, is. it is. I agree. It, it is good. There's some punches you can see which get swung. You like. I don't see, didn't see how that connected. No, but, but in the main, it's they are, the fights are a lot better than I remember them being. Mm. Like a lot better, a lot more brutal. Well, uh, yeah, this is. And but, not, but not like modern day brutal film, like brutal films where you see like extreme gore and yeah. stuff. But but at the time, well, they, a lot better well, than I remember. Well, the yeah. one thing, I, the one thing I, I credit this film for that's really and and, and the first one in particular that I think is really impressive is it shows the like the physical consequences of boxing. Like yeah. this isn't like you know um, this isn't like You're a modern match your face. Yeah, this isn't like a modern film where they're like you know they'll have like a big martial arts fight and everyone just basically yeah. sort of like it's not comes Bond out where he's pristine and still got like a yeah, lovely like, pressed suit on. This is, it. Go, yeah. like, this is what it comes out and they're like their face is mashed, yeah. like broken noses, swollen eyes, yeah, and this other yeah. stuff. Um, and I think that's a really impressive. Like this is because they could have gone down that thing of like you know the pretty boy route, but yeah. they don't shy away from the brutality of this no, sport. No, no, that's the good, that's the visual part of it, isn't it? Yeah. The question I'm asking them: Do you think Rocky deserves the title at the end of this fight? Um, yeah, why not? I mean, there's, there's, I'd say they're equals, and I think they, I think arguably they remain equals throughout, mm. and they're very much good friends. I think it's like any given day, one of them could beat the other. Mm. I think, I, you know, Rocky kind of proves the point later on that he goes on to excel. Further, but I yeah. think I think they are pretty equals. I think it depends what day of week it is. Yeah, no, it's just funny you say that because yeah. I, I felt the same. I was sort of watching it, and there was a point where I was watching it this time, and I was like, "It's not a clear cut victory." And again, no, I'm no. quite glad it's not. Although it's a knockout, it's a technical knockout. Well, because he didn't get back up. But only because yeah. it's only because he just just misses the ball, and Rocky gets up just that like two seconds faster. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm so glad that like this isn't. Um, well, you know, you know uh, this is again last round. They go fifteen rounds. I think, I think that's really important. I think it has to be like that. That Apollo is always that you know, summit at the mountain. It's not like mm. he's absolutely smashed him in round no, three exactly. and it's a knockout and it's kind this of moment. About, no, it's like you've got to go to the edge. You've got to go to the edge. You've got to go right to the edge, and only then, when you're at the very end, 
Yeah. Do you do you do really you, realize what this you is? Need to this do? is a, this is sort of like literally that first past the post. Like, so you, know, you just never stop. You can never stop. It's one of those things. I think some. I think some. It's, it's, it's who stops first, isn't it? It's not. It's not a person winning. Who's going to give up? Yeah. Like, exactly. Who's broken yeah, first? Yeah. This who's, isn't the case. Who's going to win? This yeah. is who's broken first. Exactly. Yeah. I think that kind of links in back, doesn't it? Like we can't, we don't know Polly's backstory greatly, but we know that. You know, Rocky is just never gives up. Tries yeah. and tries and tries. Just a salt of the earth type of character. Just keep on trying. And, and it's all about heart. Yeah, and that's just kind of mirrors the first film again. Mm. It's not to say Apollo isn't, because I think you see that through the five he is. But yeah, yeah. he doesn't want to give up either. But he's just physically beaten at the end. It's no, not for want. Yeah, and we know that's not for want because we know what happens in film four. Yeah. he doesn't want to give up. Exactly. Whatever the measure. Yeah. So you know, you know, he's the same. And so I totally agree because there was part of me watching this and I was like, oh, does he really deserve it? But there was a part of me that was like, no, actually, this is a really good ending. Yeah. Like, if they'd have made this like a modern day sequel, mm. and like, this is where I, wor- I worried about things like okay. Creed and Creed 2, would be, because the studio interference would be, oh no, he's got to have a clean victory, he's got to be shown to be the true champ and all that kind yeah. of thing. Is it clear we've got a baddie? Is it clear we've got a baddie? Is it clear we've got a winner? And mm. like, when you watch the end of Rocky 2, it's not clear. Like you know, it's it's that final. It's literally that final, yeah. that final couple of seconds yeah. uh, for Rocky winning yeah, the championship. Cause, cause who's it going to? So if it goes to the distance again, on who you know, what it'd, the, it'd, it'd, gone, it'd have gone to it'd have gone to yeah, decision but, points. But which one the judges would have called it? I don't know. Do well, it. that's the thing. I I watching this fight again. I thought that. I thought if they went the distance on this, has, has anyone like? Yeah, technical um, done that. Judge I couldn't find anything. I actually tried to look. Score it, yeah. I tried to look. I couldn't find anything. Skipping the montage because they do skip a lot of um... the montage in this is a better montage. What, sk- what when they're skipping through the fight? Uh, oh no! Sk- oh yeah, because there's a lot of things you don't see in the fight yeah, as well. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. but I mean, yeah. So I, I don't know, but it needed to be a knockout. But I'm glad it's not like a clear knockout. Like he's yeah. not stand. He's not standing over like Apollo it's Creed. Not unconscious. Like it's, yeah. yeah, it's literally like at the end of it. Like um, there's a moment as soon as he sort of mentions, you know, Rocky stands up, and the moment they mention that Apollo is down, he's like, "You're out." Rocky looks over, and his legs go. Yeah. Like he's like, "I'm, I'm fucked. I'm done." <laughs> yeah. And Mickey catches him, and and some of his other people in the corner catch him, and you're like, "No, he was literally just holding on. Yeah, like yeah. he was just holding on." And I love that that it is. It's that it's that 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 fight is about holding on. Yeah. Um, but going back, yeah, the montage. Just say the montage. This is good. Yes. I, I think this is the first time you get like a proper, um, you get a proper Rocky. What I consider to be a Rocky montage. Um, and it starts with possibly my my favourite moment. It's ridiculous. Uh, she comes out of her coma and says. Uh, Win and he's, he's up and, you hit, and Mickey just pops out of the background. And goes, what are we waiting for? And he just reminds you of Popeye. Wait for the montage, Mickey. <laughs> yeah, let's get it started. Yeah. Play. And it, yeah, it is. And that's it. And you've got him like doing those raw things with like a sledgehammer. And he's like taking on like scrap iron and he's running through the streets. And it is. I tell you what though, I will not like. There, there are two. There are a few films like you know women. And this is going to sound incredibly sexist, and please don't take it as such. But there is a thing where women are expected to cry at certain films, like you know, or children. Like you know, if it, like um, we talked about Spirit, the, the, yeah, the, yeah. the horse film. Before. Reference we had a bit of a conversation yeah, yeah. about previous pre-work record, Spirit. Yeah, before we were, we were recording, we talked about, it, and I said that my my daughter Ellie, well, she cries at that film, but she loves it, yeah. right? Because uh, it, it works out in the end, and it's all very emotional. It's such a very good film. And then I think there are films that, like, you know, um, my wife will always refer to, and I'm sure, you know, your wife will be the same. Yeah. But there are, there's the things that it's acceptable for women to cry at certain films, right? And it's less acceptable for men to do the same. I'll tell you, there are, there are three films that I will always cry at. 
Go on. And I, will, I, will, I will confess this now. It's a Wonderful Life. Okay. Which yeah. breaks me every yeah. time. Uh, Armageddon. Armageddon? Seriously, which that part, bit in Armageddon part? when Bruce... Well, you have to leave leave him on the planet. Yeah, and he's, 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 he's gone back. He's talking to Liv Tyler at the end. Yeah. Breaks me, man. That breaks me. Okay. Uh, and then the other one is um, the bit in... in uh, Rocky Four when, 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 when Apollo spoilers when Apollo dies <laughs> we're going to go through it later anyway when Apollo dies and there's a moment that where I'm yeah. just like it really like gets me for some reason it's ridiculous but there's a part of me that I'm not like weeping but it's the, one of the few films I'm yeah. like yeah this really hits yeah, me because yeah, but yeah this is and there's a bit the, the bit in this that sort of the, 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 you know this series as well um, is every other film lifts me like the, the montage in yeah. this and going to the fight like my heart is pounding I'm just like yes Yes, you do get so pumped though, don't you? you it's get... so well done for yeah. that. Um, but it ramps up, doesn't it? Kind of that's the film in general. Kind of first third, it's kind of a little bit aftermath of something building mm. up, and it ramps up. But then you just kind of the last third of the film is just like pump, 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 montage, yeah. montage, fight, go. Yeah, isn't it? Just... And that's a, you do. That's what I'm saying. Like that the the first film is a drama. Yeah. The second film, I think they they they're working to like a, a it's a sports drama, but they sort of the pacing's a little off. So we jump into the third film, all right? So we, we know he's won the championship, and this is where continuity starts to go out the window a little bit because the first two actually literally happen within they're supposed to happen within sort of like twelve months of each other. Okay. Um, so I think the, so the, 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 we're saying the, the the second film concludes within twelve months of it starting, or yeah, it's, okay, it covers so it's a year. Well, actually, it's um, when's the fight take place? So so the two fights that happen. So yeah. the first film. Uh, the, first, the very first film, the very first thing you see is, is, is Rocky versus Spider Rico yeah. in that club fight, and it says on there November uh, 1975. Okay, so November, so you've got a month. Yeah, it's, so it's, fight, it's, it's six weeks to the fight. Yeah. So they go through Thanksgiving and Christmas, and then the fight is on New Year's Day, yeah. um, 1976. So January 1st, 1976, right? That's the first film. Yeah. And then obviously the second film runs through, and the second film, the second fight is on Thanksgiving. 1976. Although it was released in 79, the fight takes place in that same nine year. months. Yeah, that same year. That's the same thing. Right. And then you get so Rocky Three opens with a montage. What's the montage of again? Remind me. With a montage. montage. It opens. It opens with uh, Rocky's sort of like follow-up championship. Oh, so the battle, the yeah, his fight. Yeah, yeah that's right. His, his title defences against yeah, him, yeah. Ver- him versus all those other champions, and him basically rising up, like him winning all the money. Is it about ten fights he wins. That's it's like supposed that? to be seven. Yeah, between seven and ten defences. Now this yeah. is this is where the continuity starts to fall apart a little, because at one point they refer to seven, and at another point they refer to ten, and at one point they say it's been four years, and at another point they say three. So forget all that. I accept that he won the battle, the title in '76, yeah. and he has defended it through to '82. Okay, I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm happy that that's the case. Fine, right? I'm 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 quite comfortable with that at this point. I mean, I ignore I, what they say. It, he's had it since 1976 through to '82. I wasn't massively. I mean, I didn't get massively concerned about the timeline. The fact, the fact that yeah, he's basically been there, yeah. defended against a number of people. Yeah, he's quite established now as a heavyweight. He is champion. now that yeah. he is now the heavyweight champion. Household name. He is a household. Yeah, he's got celebrity. City, everything. Yeah. yeah, and and uh, so just to give a summary, a quick plot summary for this film. Then, so Rocky is top. He's riding high. He is world heavyweight champion. Um, he is now doing adverts. Like he's he's nailed it. He's had some surgery on his face to sort of fix some of the, the things, which yep. Stallone actually did. I did he actually? 
Um, very method, isn't it? Yeah, well, no, not not just for the film. Like, I think he just did. I anyway. just need it to work there. And that opening sequence, it does. It shows him riding the top. It shows actually, it shows bits like Stallone's actual appearance on the Muppets. It shows adverts that Stallone actually did. So like the DeLorean, the watch okay. ones. All of those were Stallone actually doing those. They yeah. used them for the film. Because as an advertising company, of course you're going to go. You want to use our adverts in your of film? Course, World War film. Go for it. <laughs> did he direct this one again? He did direct this one right, again. Okay, written and directed. Right. Uh, and um, so as he as he's sort of going up, eventually he is then awarded uh, or is recognised by the city of Philadelphia uh, by a bronze statue placed at the top of the steps that lead up to the Philadelphia uh, Museum of Modern Art. Yes. Um, and so oh, have we missed out a real big bit before this though? Or um, not? I don't know. I was going to say. So at that at that award, at that ceremony, oh, no, I'll come to that. <laughs> so we'll come to that scene later. On. But so at, at, that, at that ceremony, he is confronted. By uh, one of the strongest contenders, um, a young uh, African American gentleman by the name of Clubber Lang, cl- played to perfection by Mr. T. Yeah, I thought Mr. T was excellent in this. Oh, he's film. amazing in yeah. this. This is one of the best things T's and, ever done. And, and was he, how big a name was he going into this film? Small. Was he? Yeah, it's one of the first things he did. He plays it really like a big character. Oh, he's amazing. He's, he's a real personality. But before this. that, before that, part, we've seen we've seen a bit of his fights, haven't we? We've seen him. You've seen him doing, and basically yeah, knocking yeah. everyone out. So this like is so yeah. Part of that sort of like part of that that, that weird montage at the beginning. You've seen the rise. You of see the rise of Rocky, and you see the rise of Clubber. Mm. So you see Rocky obviously against those champions, and he's he's um you see him, and he's buying money. He's on his motorbike and. He's spending money. He's doing the muppets. Yeah. He's doing the adverts, and then you see like Clubber coming through those small time. So, so, so basically, yeah. people. so we're seeing um, a bit of a role reversal, aren't we? Effectively, yeah, yeah, this is exactly you, it. You see, you see Rocky become what Apollo was of all the glitz and glamour, and, it, yeah. and his new fancy training methods. And you've got this is it. Clubber getting in, getting into back and dirty. Being, yeah, yeah, he's from the Mean Streets. Yeah. So, yeah, mean Streets is a really yeah. good point. So, um, and then what happens is eventually, sort of, it, it comes out that the reason Rocky is still on top is because that he's been fed softer contenders by Mickey which Rocky wasn't aware of at the time no he wasn't no no because he's been protected from it like Mickey's been doing it to sort of he says that to him he says I've been doing this to protect you and your family like you know and again really careful we we don't want to turn Rocky into being complicit as part of it it's ruin the story wouldn't it exactly Um, and again but I don't think Mickey again I don't think he's a villain for having done this He's done it for the best reasons. Like that's his job, and he yeah, says that. I think he doesn't think he's because if he had said like, right, Mickey, here's someone else who's going to rip your head off, yeah, yeah, and you lose it in two two titles, like it'd be two years, it'd be madness. That's his job. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, Rocky says no, much like you said about Apollo Creed in the second one. His yeah. ego is dented. He says, right, well, this is it. Then we're going out on a high. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to give Club. You've got. We've got to give Club Lang that opportunity. We've got to give Club Lang the chance. Yeah. So they do. They give him a shot at the world heavyweight title. He doesn't take it super serious. You know, the training's in a hotel. It's all very it's soft. All very, it's all yeah, very stupid. You're right. You've got the cameras around. Yeah. He's wearing his fancy dressing gown. It's very... Yeah. yeah it's, very now, it's like a show, isn't it? It like, is. It's a, exactly. It becomes entertainment. He kind of has to realise how far adrift he is, is it? At that point... <laughs> It's, that's a different. It's a completely different Rocky. It is. It's a Rocky. Arguably, we don't see again in the. No, rest of the he film learns. Film. I think he learns in this film. Yeah, he learns yeah. humility in this film mm. again. Um, and so they go into that fight, that first fight with Clubber, and as you said about the thing about Rocky being complicit in 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 the title defenses, they also can't show him as being completely weak. No. So he's done the training, but then in order to show that. Because of what's going to happen, yeah. that he's he's not on on the game. 
uh, Mickey has a heart condition and, and during an, inter- inter- an altercation with yeah. Bubba Lang backstage, Mickey has a heart attack yeah. and he's taken back to the locker room. So whilst Rocky's in the ring, Mickey is backstage suffering. Uh, and Which Rocky knows about. Which Rocky knows about and yeah. Clubber takes him apart like within three rounds. Yeah. So Clubber wins the heavyweight championship and then and all because you know, they, they've clearly played it to show that like well Rocky could have possibly survived this but he wasn't at full strength and he was distracted and it's yeah. it, so and then he goes but back we, we haven't had a montage before this fight no so not really um, and then he goes like back and, train montage, no. no it's been more been the silliness because we're it, waiting for our beach montage yeah because then you go backstage and you find that Mickey has died yeah. now this again is heartbreaking because yeah. you're quite so detached with, with, mm. with Mickey but it's not the end of Mickey either. Well, no, but there's also like, we'll, get, we'll come back to it. But it's not Mickey. So basically, he goes away. He has his guilt. He's, he's dealing with the grief of it. Yeah. Uh, and he's sort of, um, you know, he doesn't know what he's going to do next. He's then approached by Apollo Creed. Yeah. Who says to him, "There's a reason you didn't win this fight because you didn't have." The eye of the tiger. Yes. You know the eye of the tiger, man. Yeah. When and you when you and I fought, you had the eye of the tiger, champ. You yeah. had the eye of the tiger. I mean, I, I think we asked asked you this before. Did the song come first, or did that? The, to- uh, the song was written for this film. I've just just for me knowing like that song outside of the films anyway. I was didn't I was waiting to see which film it came in. Mm. It felt really jarring <laughs> when, when they bring Eye of the Tiger. I was like well, yeah, yeah. It, felt, so it's, it felt very jarring. Well again it's but, one of those things that like the, the music in this film again done by uh, Bill Conti. Yeah. So you've got a similar sort of score. Yes. And you you know Gonna Fly Now appears in it which is like you know Rocky's theme. And then to have this sort of like sort of like soft rock disco tune come yes. into it from Survivor. It is a good tune. Oh, it's amazing. But it's not what Stallone wanted. No, it wasn't. No. They wanted... Uh, another one by Stallone. Another one by Stallone. Another one by Stallone. Yeah, we'll let him. I wonder so why this, not. Uh, not fans of the film. Brian? I don't know. Is that the case? Yeah, let us know. Cause, um, Roger? Really? One of the... Because it's not that they haven't done... At this point, it's not that they hadn't done music for film. In 1980, uh, Queen had done Flash Gordon. And uh, two, Gordon's alive. Yeah, and, two, and and three years after this, they go on to do Highlander as well. So it's not that they are. Adver- Queen, did, Queen did Highlander. Yeah, it came out as the, the uh, they did what all the music. Um, One Vision, uh, Princes of the Universe. The well, the album's called uh, "It's Kind of Magic." It's a kind of magic. The album, yeah, is the soundtrack to Highlander. I did not know that. Yeah. Mm. Um, so. Uh, uh, yes, this is like a side snippet. <laughs> yeah, <just> a <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know why there was obviously reason, but they, yeah, so they actually commissioned Survivor to write the song, and they came up with uh, they came up with Eye of the Tiger, which is actually is a fantastic yeah, song. Yeah, so Apollo Creed takes him to L.A. and the gym that he sort of come up in, which is a real again like a dingy sort of. Like, yeah, it's another version yeah. of Mickey's gym, but it's sort of, yeah. sort of like it focuses on that sort of the African American community of Los Angeles. Um, and then it becomes the first montage. You know, this is where we get to the point of he's doing it, but he's not quite. It's well, the same as it's, two. He's, it's got very much of like Apollo's trying to teach him his style, isn't it? You got to be because mm. Stone basically just stands there and just throws his fists. Apollo's like you got to dance, you got to yeah, move, move, move your feet, move yeah, your feet. Yeah. It's, there's a great line at this point where uh, Apollo Creed says, "Can he swim?" And Paulie says, "With a name like Rock." <laughs> <laughs> Um, it, does, uh, it does get into his swimming day. Just a nice butterfly towards him. Yeah. Um, 
and then there's obviously it comes to that point which I, I do refer to as the coma conversation because they've replaced the coma with an argument and there's a point where they have it on the beach where um, Adrian oh, yeah, sort of squares yeah, up yeah, to him yeah. and says what's wrong with you like yeah. you're not into this and if you do this again you're going to have but, your but, ass handed but they're just you. shouting at each other as well yeah <laughs> not like well, talking. This, is, this is the drama moment though, isn't yeah. it? this is the this is the this, this is your Oscar winning moment now this is your big scene shouting on a beach shouting on a beach right next to each other yeah but it's, it's I, good I, scene though it is quite good yeah. and it's I think they both play it really well yeah because it's where Stallone it's where Rocky admits I'm scared yeah like, you can know, I do it? Yeah. Can I do this? Like, you know, have I got to a point where I can't get this back? And she sort of says, "Well, if you don't do it, you'll never know. Mm. Like, if you lose, if you don't train, if you don't, you know, if you don't, if you don't train as hard as you can and as much as you can, and then you lose, you'll never be able to answer that question. So, yep. do everything you can. And I, th- you know, if you if you can walk away saying you did everything you can, that you went the distance, then you can know. And that's that bit. I think in his head, he's like, "Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I've yeah. got to do this." the right way and I, I do quite like this montage actually on the mm. beach lots of the running up and down racing against yeah. Apollo until he eventually beats him like yeah the dancing in the surf yeah yeah it's a bit homoerotic but it's, it's very it's, um, they're quite preppy at one point they're like running and they've got like their jumpers on it's, I don't know if it's at the end of the film or if it's part of the training no, there's still, a, yeah, there's quite, it's quite a preppy look they've there's, got. There's, there's, it's quite funny because I said because this is obviously 1982 this came out Right, there's a, the style in this is quite interesting. So when they go on the beach, and I love the fact that like um, that uh, Apollo Creed's wearing a crop top, <laughs> a crop top vest, and yeah. you're just like, that's not a good look. It really no. isn't a good look. It's dated. It really is. But no, it's got. You, you can see like he's getting. It's a fast. strong look. It's not a good look. No, it's a strong look. Cool, um, your eye, Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo! <laughs> um, but he does the, the other thing that sort of. Um, it's worth noting about this is um, is there's, there's some moments in this I think I don't think would fly. I was want to talk about this part, this part of the film about the montage, but there are parts in this film I just don't think you could do now. Okay, Go on, right. so the character of Paulie throughout has been has always been a bit. He's clearly dumb. He's a bit racist. Well, no, he's a bit bitter and resentful. Mm. In this film, he clearly comes out as racist. And what do you want? What does he say? So you know when they go in the gym, right. Right, and you got those sort of like you say the sort of. Um, the poor sort of African American sort of community are obviously all training in this gym, and he's, he, Paulie actually says, "I don't like these kinds of people," and Ro- and Rocky says to him, "Well, maybe they don't like you." And he's like, "Well, what have I done?" And there were several moments, there were several comments. I never picked his, up on that. Yeah, yeah, there was, yeah he, no. he makes several other comments where you're like, "Man, Paulie's a shit, isn't pa- he?" Paulie is horrible <laughs> as a person, and that's why I quite like Bert Young because I'm like, "Man, you went through you you." Give this character your all. Like, yeah. you, you shouldn't have to. Like you, should, you could have just like ran, you know, done it. But, but he gives it his all, and I think that's why I find Paulie interesting. Yeah. But like, you know, he, he's clearly. I actually put my notes here. Paulie's a dumb racist. <laughs> he would have. He would have probably voted for Trump. <laughs> there you go. Linking it back round. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, a lot they, of they do. In the world, um, unfortunately. One of the things that I find interesting. The other thing I was going to say, find interesting about this moment is we get to the montage, right? And the other thing was, it's not just a Rocky montage, is it? It's a clubber montage. Yeah. So you got clubber training as you know hard, Still hard. Like, yeah, yeah. And let me, I'll, but tell you what, T, Mister T was cut. Like the dude was huge. So this, this is where we start. Yeah, and that's true actually, isn't it? We, we get montages, but you start maybe from this one in particular. You start seeing the the linked montage with the enemy because now we've got the enemy, haven't we? Cause, yeah, he cause is. Clubber Lang is a villain. Clubber Lang is a villain. Like, and, and you get them as a villain, and you get these 
joint montages now in the, the following films as well. Mm. Well, definitely in four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's really over. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, yeah, there's a reason for that as well. The politicalness of that is yeah. crazy. Yeah. Uh, but the thing I find interesting about this, this montage is throughout Rock, Rocky's montage is him training with um, Apollo and Duke. Yeah. So who yeah, Duke, yeah. Duke is obviously Apollo's former trainer or yeah. current trainer. When you see Clubber, it's always Clubber on his own. Yeah, like a little basement or something. Yeah, like so no time is ever given to Clubber's team. Now that's not to say like, Clubber's clearly got a trainer. Well, I just find it interesting that when he comes to the ring at the end, like he's got an entourage. He's like, isolated. But they they want the films determined to show you that he is an isolated. He is still the underdog. Yeah, but it's not it? like it's not like an all powerful. No, 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 no. It's very much like a. Um, but it is about the isolation. Yeah. yeah, and um, I just find it interesting that like they, they don't give any time to his manager or his trainer or his any of his yeah, team. Cause, yeah, because you're right. Because in pr- later films they do. Yeah, they do. Particularly for, but for, for club is supposed to be like a one five, man. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're supposed to give him. He's supposed to be like a one man wrecking ball. Wrecking ball. Oh, I like that phrase. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I just thought it was interesting because the other thing of, of that is. Um, that you said before about sort of like humility, like you know, all the training and yeah. stuff that goes on is you know, it, 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 we'll go back to the beginning, like about Rocky. That like he, when he gets to the top, like he loses that humility, doesn't he? Like, you know, he, they're living in a massive mansion yeah. and they've got silly, you know, they've got all the toys and all the bits and pieces, all the gadgets, and uh, he ends up doing, um, even like do, to doing like silly things like a charity event with against a wrestler. Oh. Why have, we, why have we waited so long to speak? Because I was going to go to, I was going to come back to that, but we, talk, yeah, we, sort of, we ended up getting right, into it right. and talking about this. So let's go back to that then. So, yeah, the, so, so I, I completely forgot this happened in this <laughs> film. Like, completely. And then when he's like, Hulk Hogan. So so basically, we come to it as a charity event. And is it Thunderlips? Thunderlips, the Hulk's, ultimate male. Yeah, yeah. So Hulk Hogan. Is it WWF at this point? Is that is that the Federation? No, WWF like, doesn't even exist. It doesn't, doesn't come yet. No, he's working for... He would have been working for Vince, but he would have been working out of uh, Connecticut on what have been the WWWF at that point. Right. Okay. Mm. So I hadn't separated. Yeah. So Hulk Hogan comes in as Thunderlips, an absolute monster of a man. Like, yeah, yeah. Rocky's quite small actually, isn't he? Still only about five ten. Right. Because Rocky, Hulk is Hogan's huge. Six, yeah, Hogan's six six. Right. About, he looks bigger than that. Yeah, he just. Yeah. I'm not sure if they made him look even bigger, like how they filmed it. But yeah. Because Rocky's yeah. always like crouching down a bit, isn't he? He's always got a slight mm. slant on. Just out of nowhere, this is this just absolutely enjoyed it. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, it is weird, but like the concept of it, so it's a charity event. It's like just don't get injured, and they're just kind of. You probably want to talk about it more, but the the fight is actually really interesting. It's really yeah, fun, yeah. and and it's, it's all supposed to be an exhibition show. No one's supposed to get injured, but you kind of halfway through, you're like, actually, they're going for it here. Oh yeah. And then yeah. at the end, it's kind of all ends at. Ends so, yeah, well. it's all part of the show, brother. Yeah. Is it, this is an interesting thing because. Um, this is a really interesting time in, and you're right about this because I actually thought the same. So, 1982, early 80s, late 70s, is a really interesting time for wrestling. Yeah. So there's a there's a, there's a thing in wrestling called kayfabe. What's that? So kayfabe, uh, it barely exists anymore, but it's the idea of character. Right. It was right. the curtain that you that for years and years you could not see behind. So it was never ever acknowledged that professional wrestling was was a work. Uh, was like a setup, right? right okay. Never acknowledged, and you could not know that. You couldn't let people know that. So right. kayfabe was this idea that to you, you kept kayfabe, right? And the idea was then that uh, you had to be careful who you rode with. So if you were running a feud, yeah, right. So 
your two wrestlers, Harley Race and um, Hulk Hogan, right. you could not be seen in the same car together. Okay. You couldn't be seen in the same hotel together. You could never break the illusion. Exa- that's that's exactly yeah. it. You could not break You're the illusion. Show. You are You're on, on show. Twenty four seven. So if you were a baddie taking a dump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even you, then, seriously, if you were you a can't baddie, go in the same cubicle together. Yeah, there was seriously there were crazy stuff like no, there was stuff you could not break character. So if you were playing as a baddie, if you were a villain, as a heel, like you had, to, and you were in public, you had, you, to, act you had to keep that illusion that you were that character. And and what's that, what's that word again? Kayfabe. Kayfabe. So the idea was that at this point though, so in, in the early eighties, like kayfabe still hadn't been broken. Kayfabe wasn't really broken, probably until the early nineties. So it wasn't. Oh right, it wasn't broken as part of this film. No. So, so people. So the idea was. So the, so the they reason. Was a proper wrestler. So the reason that this this fight plays out as it does. Yeah. Is because they were like, you cannot show that wrestling is a work. That's so really interesting. Hogan has to go in and be a legit because, fighter fine. against a boxer. Because I was really, they were talking about it like really seriously. Yeah. Like, the and commentator, going, I'm not going, are you having a laugh? It's, it's a WWE wrestler. It's not a proper wrestler. It's not like having a wrestler. It's not like MMA here, like the old school proper MMA with like mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu versus like that's, sumo. But that's how it was seen. But was that, was that happening at the same time? So the first type of MMA fights... Were they? Was that you, uh, a bit later? No, M- MMA is sort of late nineties. Right. Because okay. um, that's just concept in theory, isn't it? You got yeah, completely different. But that's how that's how stuff. wrestling. So wrestling when it started, complete Star Trek starts started in uh, the carnivals and the fairs. Right. And what would happen is you'd have a wrestler. Yeah. And then he would call people out of the out of the audience and go, and the people would go, "Oh, I'll fight you!" And you go, "All right, come up here." But they were stooges, right? But they were stooges, right? Okay. And then you do a work, and the crowd would get behind the person who was a stooge, and yeah, then they'd yeah. win, or when they get paid, and it was all a, it was a fix, it was a work. Yeah. And so that's what it came out, and then it became professional wrestling and that sort of thing. But right. at this point in '92, it was still you, you, Hogan was still taken to be a proper a proper fighter, wrestler. a fighter. Yeah, yeah. And, what, and was so he? That's and what, did he have yeah. the character of Hogan? No, so. Time? Uh, he was known at this point as, as his boy's real name, Terry. I can never pronounce his last name, but he was right. known as Terry, whatever. Um, he didn't become Hulk Hogan until he joined what became the WWF. So the funny thing about this is this film is That's, where yeah. this film is where Hogan and Mr. T first crossed paths. So right. they had this, a similar agent, I think. So they knew each other. They'd met sort of through the joining of this film. Yeah. Uh, and then they became friends. And so when Mr. T became, uh, he became B.A. Baracus a yeah. year later for the for the A team. Yeah. Hogan then appeared on several episodes of the the A team through that connection. Yes, through that connection. So, uh, and then so they carried on that friendship. Yeah. And then obviously that then translated into uh, Hulk Hogan bringing in Mr. T for the first WrestleMania. Got you. I tell you in what. In '85. It, <clears throat> Because when you watch it and you don't understand anything, it just feels really weird how no oh, one's in no on yeah, it. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's about context now, I can appreciate it completely. And that's why it's bizarre. Yeah. Like I say, you watch that now. If you were to see, if this film was to be yeah. done now and it was like, say, um, John Cena, yeah. it wouldn't work because you'd be like, well, no, I know it's made up. Yeah, so yeah, surely yeah. the first part of the film would be him running over yeah, and being everyone's like, taking it right. yeah. I'm gonna put, okay. I'll put you in a headlock. So that's that's quite interesting talks. context at the it time. Is. I think that's actually probably the first which you need to know something like that I think that's really important yeah. to know that so when they're yeah. going at each other and Rocky's like this you know because he lifts him up, he does the gorilla yeah, press yeah. And so well here's the thing in order to do that fight fighting the rest of the crowd and things yeah. like that so in order to do that fight yeah. they would have had to have a conversation of like here's how we're going to do the fight for the film yeah. but they would not have been allowed to say oh yeah we do that in the ring for oh, so even when the film was so it even during the filming of it but have, like, Vince McMahon Senior 
did not let them break kayfabe. So Stallone still was not allowed to see behind the curtain of how wrestling was done. But they still had a slight conversation at the end of the fight, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really he says, and he says to him, it's all in the show. So it's, 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 it's hinted at, but yeah. it's never explicitly said. So that's kayfabe for you. So there you that, go. That's really slight, interesting. Yeah. Slight tangent to no, tell I you about how the wrestling world works. Yes. Otherwise, just a really fun part of the film. But it is. It's part of the film. Yeah, but it shows, again, like, like you said, about how far Rocky has drifted from that humble sort yeah. of like you know origins in the first yeah. film um, and it's it, one of the things that sort of jumped into my, me- my, my mind watching this film this time was uh, The Dark Knight so the, the Batman film The yeah. Dark Knight and, and um, Harvey Dent's comment in that film you either die the hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain and it's was it's not the villain but it's that thing of like Rocky. Yeah, you could become something you never wanted to be. Yeah, Rocky. Yeah. Rocky has become almost become the character he. he not just. Yeah. No, he never wanted to become like yeah. he's lost sight of himself. Yeah. And the thing like Clubber Lang is that thing to remind him of like, and even that, that conversation with Adrian's like, here's who I am. This is what I've got to do. Yeah. Um, and then you get the, the one of the best montages with Eye of the Tiger. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So what do you think about the, the end of the fight then? What do you think about the last fight in this film? Again, Ruto, I think I think um, Mr. T is excellent in the fight he is, scenes. He's awesome um, in this film. It, I mean, just looking at the picture, then I mean, Rocky is in massive shape for for this film. He's he, he right. This is something I, I, I don't know if I've got it in my notes here, but I, I remember reading it. Stallone got down to a body fat ratio of two point five percent for this film. Two point five percent. Two point five percent body fat. Mm. Now, apparently, a healthy body fat ratio is about between seven and eight. That's what that's what athletes shredded. So he is absolutely shredded. Now he did that. So he, that. yeah. He like, so he did that. So he looked a lot smaller than Chubba. Than Chubba. Chubba Lang. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> than Clubber Lang. Yeah, yeah. So Chubber that was Lang. the reason for it. So he wanted to look as as cut down and as um, you know, as as ripped as possible. And also, we seen what shorts he's wearing. Yeah, this is the first time. So he, this is the first time he's wearing. Is it on the? Is it on the? Yeah, so he doesn't but, wear them in the fight he loses first of all, does he? No. It's only when he comes back he's got Apollo's. This is, yeah, he gets given Apollo's... Um, Apollo gives him the shorts at the end of the training montage. I feel like I just want to watch the fight now. Yeah, it's so good. So, you, so the, the, the difference between this, though, is the fights with Apollo in both the first film and the second film have been, like, knocked down, dragged out, proper fights. Like, they go 15 rounds. These are guys standing toe-to-toe. You know, the end just was like swinging punches. Yeah. This one ends in the third round. That final fight with Clubber goes is it? Is three that rounds. That's all it goes. Is it three knockout? rounds. Because it's a different... The fight has got a different purpose. Yeah. It's not about going the distance and proving you're the champion. This is about... It's a vengeance fight. It's it's about proving several things. And it is. It's about... It's, it is brutal. So yeah. just, you can't see it. We're just flicking the video just now. Just flicking it. it is... Like, the, some of these punches look legit. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, um, and and uh, the referee. Is, so Stallone is and T, Stallone and T apparently got on really well. I did that. The intensity yeah. is there, though, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he is a, he is incredible in this film. Yeah. Like, so he's a proper enemy. And when he's fighting Apollo, it's very much proving himself. Here, he's got a he's got a slay. He's slay, got to do it. This is about brother. going out and proving. Yeah, this isn't about messing around, and this is about brutality and speed. Yeah. Um, th- again, like talking about the sort of thing. One of the things I find so incredible about these films. Is Stallone isn't silly, like you know, he's not he's not daft. He's a real, you know, he knows what he's doing. And I think a big part of this is the casting throughout. That's been excellent. Is, is spot on. Yeah. I forget we'll talk about five in a minute, but like, <laughs> but 
But like you say, everything from like you know the casting of Apollo Creed, you know Carl Weathers as Apollo Creed, you get Talia Shire, uh, Burt Young, Mer- Burgess yeah. Meredith, through to Cl- Mr. T as Club Alan. Yeah. Like they're not looking for big names; they're just looking for Quality, the right for standard. the right people yeah. for the role. I and I think that. it's amazing. I always think that right. I think this is I've had this conversation with previous friends before. I always think when you've got an actor you, you don't know him from any other film, I think it's always that you can, you can be more. Authentic, yeah, authentic. You don't break the fourth wall as much and mm. think, oh, it's Tom Cruise assuming it's Tom Cruise in that. It's film. Tom Cruise doing Tom Cruisey yeah. things. Yeah, which it's is like it's like something you don't know about, and therefore yeah. you're much more believable character. Yeah. Another thing, great, great watching this watching this fight is you've got Apollo in your corner as well. Yeah. Which is which is awesome. You got Paulie and Apollo and Mickey and everyone all. Yeah. No, I think it's down. so good, and I think this is the, the way this is, is going to be shot. And like, it, this, you know, like I said before, yeah, <laughs> the celebration. <laughs> the little celebration. <laughs> Woo! Um, but that's different again, isn't it? Because. In previous films, he's just like he's just survived. In this one, it's like round this, three, little jump at the end yeah. to celebrate. Woo. This has to, this is the difference, though, isn't it? This is what I'm saying. Those first two, the first time he wins that championship, it's a it's a who will survive? Yeah, like yeah. who's going to get up first? This one has to be because of what's happened before the death of Mickey. Yeah, Clubber beating him in the first fight. Like this has to be a clean victory. This is the first time where like. Rocky has to win without any kind of like, this has, has to, to be one. this has to be even from a film point of view from a storytelling point of view this film has to have a clean cut victory there can be no question about Rocky's victory because club is never going to have a follow up yeah yeah so there has to be a clean cut victory because you couldn't have if, if there was any, any sort of like oh they went 15 rounds and he went on a split decision or whatever that you're like well he still wasn't you know, was it, should have been. Yeah. No, no, this so, is, he knocked his ass He's out. undisputed. And he, did, and he kind of, kind of, you know, his previous 10 or how many fights it was previously when he defended it, doesn't matter if they were mm. not that great because he take challenge the best now and he's still undisputed. Not yeah. undisputed, but you, I mean, he's proved himself to far past the point of just being, a, you know, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think, and I think really this is what I'm saying, to come to the end of this film, you get to the point of this being, I think, a, a great trilogy. It's the best America's got. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Best America's got leading into. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. But before we get into that one, quickly, I think this is this film, this trilogy is a great depiction of the American dream. Yeah. So you get given a shot. Yeah. Out of nowhere, out of the blue, and you you know again, it's not about you know he, he he takes that opportunity and he does exactly what he come with it. So it's that thing, of, and then it's sort of like the next two films are about the second film is about living with the American dream. Yeah. And about the reality of it. About the reality and about the consequences of doing that from yeah. both the person who offered that opportunity and the person who took it and then you know that thing about making it even making it fair yeah. that's the second film and then the third film is actually about like you say not losing sight of who you are yeah you know once you've made it to the top when you don't be such a dick that you lose you get arrogant yeah. like, always yeah. remain humble always remain you know um true to who you are and i i honestly believe those first three films Taken, it, taken as a, as a as, yeah, the first thing of a, a great trilogy, and I think I don't think Sylvester Stallone gets given enough credit for the writing of that trilogy of that, that those films. I think I think it's you know, yeah, because when four and five come out, they're very much copying to there's different parallels of what's going on. But I think that's I the think, problem. If you stop there, you're right. Yeah, as a nice trilogy, you've got an awesome story. Yeah, I've always been the parables. As you add more films to that, or four and five. You kind of replicating in a certain way certain parts of three, yeah. Um, which kind of deteriorates from four, the overall. four and five dilute it, yeah. I liked four, I didn't like five, but it is very much. 
Well, let's get into four then. Right? Let's get into four. Four is a very good. Okay, fight fans, we're going to call it there. That's it. We're going to have a bit of a break there. I'm actually going to intercede. So that's the first three we've covered there. Rocky 1, Rocky 2, and Rocky 3. But don't worry, we will be back. Gareth and I will be back to talk more Rocky Legacy. We'll be back in the next episode to talk Rocky 4, Rocky 5, and Rocky Balboa. And of course, beyond that, we will be talking Creed, and eventually Creed 2 as well. So I hope you come back for those. I hope you've enjoyed this trip, a step into the ring uh, to discuss this boxing franchise. I think it's been great. I've really enjoyed talking about this film. So uh, I hope you have too. But don't forget, if you want to talk more about Rocky, or you want to talk more about film reviews, or anything else we've talked about on this show, any theories you have about the first three uh, Rocky films, and what they mean to you, or what they should mean as an American trilogy, please get in contact uh, contact me at uh, 20th Century Geek on Twitter, 20th Century Geek on Facebook, on Tumblr, on Instagram, all the social media platforms. Uh, 20th Century Geek, 20th Century Geek at gmail.com. Send me an email, let me know what you think, uh, and anything else. Of course, we've also got the YouTube channel, which is now kicking it. We're doing all kinds of things over there, uh, exciting stuff. So please just go onto YouTube, search uh, 20th Century Geek. That's 2-O-T-H, Century Geek. Subscribe, get the notifications, watch the videos, put some comments on there. Let us know what you think. It's all great. Okay, final thing. Don't forget, we also have a Patreon page. And uh, if you want to throw some coppers our way, we we must, must keep the lights on here. So we appreciate anyone that goes that way. So thank you very much. And uh, ding, ding. We'll see you in the next round. Mm-hmm.